no matter what, even though if you're making side comments, make sure you just always do it in the mic. Yeah. I have a laugh mic now. Oh, shit. I just fucking talk. Myra Bitch. got a laugh mic. Did you buy it from Amazon? No, someone just lent it to me here. I, no, I don't buy anything from Amazon, I first of all. I bought it from Amazon. Oh. Oh. Yes, it's Chrissy. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, no, no, no. Just kidding. No, She's no, no, not no. a guest. This is actually her house. She's a series regular. Yes. Oh, I'm a series Who also regular. has like a movie career, so she's like always out yeah. doing stuff. She's, she's, busy bitch. she's an activist class correspondent. Mm. I'm Ooh. out in the field. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Taking a break from my daily life to sit on the couch. In my own home <laughs> to talk to you activists. Yeah, let's just. Yep, it's Christina's home. Mm-hmm. It Absolutely. is. Absolutely. If you can figure out where those Shamasawans are located in Seattle, don't come a knocking, you creeps. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. Don't talk shit about the decor. This is great decor. This it is looks the fanciest great. couch I've ever sat on. Thank you. Trivia question How many forums slash events? Political events wow. has Alex Peterson in District Four missed. Well, he didn't go to the one today, and the one he How didn't go. He didn't go to the Urban Indian, and the one today about homelessness. So that's two. That's two minimum. <laughs> it's thirteen total then, because last week it was eleven. There you go. Jeez so. Louise! I'm telling you right now, the number is up to seventeen events. I thought it was nineteen. What? Is he alive? Wait, is that fact? <gasps> oh or shit! Are you... Someone check on Alex Peterson. Let's just assume Hex. Alex Peterson has gotten to a place that he's just coasting through the election why go to a forum where you can look less progressive than your opponent sean scott and also less smart oh yeah let's just be real sean has been kicking his ass at every forum Mm -hmm. so why the fuck would you have to why do you have to keep going there when you can just continue this strategy yep of media 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 propaganda 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 oh mediocre whiteness mediocre whiteness why ah, why do you have to for try for our lady of Laurelhurst. Uh, she'll show up and save the day right but here but the thing is though i i want to shout out sean scott's campaign yes because those motherfuckers knocked on nineteen thousand doors that in the is primaries. some serious in the primaries shit. i don't know how much more they've knocked since then yep but this is very anti-millennial of me to say, but old school tactics, I'm hoping they pull through. Because mm-hmm. Sean, oh, yeah. Sean has an amazing ground game. Shama Swan has an amazing ground mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And those other dudes are hoping that their propaganda is going to push them through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we just got to hope that the hard work that we've seen these candidates, people power, is going gonna, is gonna to... And no, human we, connection, you know? Yo. So Sean can win. Mm-hmm. He has an amazing ground game. You know what would also help? If he Sweaters? got Emily Myers oh. voters. Yes. If yes. he got Kathy Tuttle's voters. Mm-hmm. The ones who were more in agreement, especially in the case of Emily, way more with Sean than Alex Peterson. Oh, I for mean, sure. It, it's, it's crazy because usually when we're in this situation, what we see is the the second level, like, squirrely coward move of double endorsement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dual endorsement. Fucking hate dual endorsements. But 
these candidates are so polarizing and so polar opposite that we're just seeing complete silence I from know. people. Mm-hmm. I asked Emily Myers to her face at the 43rd Dem debate, mm-hmm. which I moderated, mm-hmm. which I've been questioned Wild. of conflict of interest. Yeah, well. I've been asked. I said, Emily, if not you, then who? I asked everybody that. Mm-hmm. And she said Sean Scott. <laughs> Kathy included Sean in her answer. Oh, yeah. Did not include like Alex Peterson. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck are they? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if you add those percentages up that they got in the primaries. It's his race. It's his race. And these are candidates that spoke very heartedly about equity. You know, and this white woman, by the white way. women exactly. talking about equity. So when you white talk about equity being an action, this is a very concrete, actionable thing you can do for equity mm-hmm. in a race that's polarizing. Mm-hmm. And if you're nodding your head with everything that Sean has been saying about racial justice, police accountability, housing, you'd understand what's at stake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know who else has been absent from this race? <laughs> a, not a white woman, but a very progressive woman of color, our Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal. <laughs> who today, Monday, the 21st of October, came out and endorsed Lisa Herbold in District 1, Tammy Morales, District 2, and Larry Gossett, King County, District 2. Races that don't have as much at stake and more as much variable. Like, Tammy's yeah. going to win. Races that the, that the PACs have already pulled out of. Exactly. Yeah, the, exactly. yeah calling out Amazon, saying... Fuck you for influencing the races <laughs> and then endorsing, just safely endorsing candidates that Amazon doesn't even give a fuck about anymore. That didn't actively put in money from that one million. And silence. Why? That shit fucking drives me crazy. Because their connections are worth more than that. They want to keep their connections. We can't let them get connections away with this. Pramila needs to show the fuck up mm-hmm. and endorse Sean Scott and... Shama Sawant. Sean is a former staffer of Pramila. It's not public on what happened. Obviously, yeah. there's bad blood. And what, what it's... What on paper it looks like is that during the time that Sean was on staff, the staff unionized. For whatever reason, some of those staff did not remain on her staff. Oh, sure. What happened? I don't know. And I'm, I don't, I'm not at liberty to say because I really don't know what happened because I wasn't there. But what it looks like is that there's some petty shit going on because Sean is a clear candidate. He's, you can hide less behind, oh, he's a socialist narrative because he's DSA, which is also heavily affiliated with Ocasio-Cortez mm-hmm. and other very high-profile, legitimate national candidates. Mm-hmm. So where are you on that? Where are you on Shama Sawant? Um, and it's, it's just very petty. And I hope everybody who has petty gripe over some candidates will realize we have a lot more at stake than this. And she endorsed Emily, right? So she's oh, yeah. so she's willing to like come in this race. Jump, yeah, totally. But Tammy got it. Well, Which congrats. Means... She'll win now by ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Lisa got it. Larry got it. And I, I think if we lose this race, it'll be for a lot of reasons. But included in those reasons is their silence, mm-hmm. and that needs to be really made clear. If you're staying out of this race and the results end up being corporate-backed candidates getting into office, 
your silence kind of fucked a lot of people. Yeah. It made I don't know if it's the deciding factor, but it's mad matters. Pramila endorsed Lisa Herbold, endorsed Tammy Morales, and endorsed Larry Gossett. District 1, District 2 City Council, and District 2 in King County. Left out District 3, Socialist, Shama Sawant, and District 4, Democratic Socialists of America, DSA's Sean Scott. Both victims of the Amazon bomb. The Amazon mm-hmm. bomb. Indeed. Dun, 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 dun. The <laughs> million dollar bomb that Amazon dropped last week. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Bro. Can you, what, what? She contradicted herself. Exactly. <clears throat> she didn't have the backbone. Mm-hmm. And for those listening who needs a little refresher, like, what is the million dollar bomb Amazon dropped? Amazon made a million dollar contribution to the Chamber Pack. The Civic Alliance for a Sound Economy case. How much have they donated so far? 1.4 million. 1.45. Who has donated Ooh. the most out of any corporation? Uh, Amazon. That's correct. That is correct. Ever. Of all time. Ever. Indeed. Yeah. Like, to... Pour in a million dollars to a municipal level mm-hmm. election is a statement and a fucking flex. Three weeks before. Exactly. Like yep. that shit was timed very, very intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, election day is the fifth. Uh, so, yeah, that is fucking wild. So are we <coughs> assuming that so this was the plan all along for Amazon to drop this type of money? Oh, yeah. In this election. I believe so. I feel like it was a reaction to the uh, candidates that made it through the primaries. Mm-hmm. And it was likely planned. Um, but like, okay, so Amazon drops a million dollars two weeks before the general. You know, like they would have had to have thought out and cultivated that gift way before for the campaign to be able to spend a million dollars. They're not spending down two million, a million dollars in two weeks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Two, three weeks, yeah. But, you know, sure. the, all of the field, all of the ground game around how they were going to spend that money was premeditated and they knew that they needed to spend mm-hmm. or to, like, announce that million dollars two weeks before the election so that it wouldn't stay in the news cycle that long. Mm-hmm. Something that, like, I think about is, like, protecting the veneer of fairness in these elections. Mm-hmm. Like, we know corporations have always kind yep. of owned our government. Yep. <laughs> but, like, Amazon just, like, dropped a bomb, I think, even on that. Yeah. yeah. So know? they knew the bad press that would come. Yes. And they, if they, let's say they dropped that money two months ago. They were afraid of two months straight of built momentum around how fucked up. But I also feel like it didn't get the amount of outrage that I was expecting. Like, when I saw Mm -hmm. that, I literally, like, had a moment where I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, these motherfuckers are trying to buy our city. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, after, exactly to your point, like, after a few days, it was almost quiet. I mean, Warren tweeted about it. Sanders tweeted about it. Pretty national figures. But in terms of, like, I, I I just don't know how much local people, like, that's that's what I'm trying to get right. at. Yeah. yeah. Also, what I'm curious too is that this is also, I want to say, a year after the HQ2 outrage, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
I wonder if they're in general just escalating how much money they're spending in municipal ballot battles because I mean New Yorkers won that fight fuck yeah at the end of the day right I don't know if we have that culture in Seattle I think here people are very like too trusting and this is the testing ground right like Seattle will always be the testing ground for these types of fights because the contrast has always been so stark like in our last couple episodes we've talked about how most of these races are pretty traditional where it's like an extremely business oriented like fairly center candidate versus leftist like yeah very starkly leftist of their opponent um and polarizing race right and so if amazon can pull this shit off and if they if their money does truly win these elections this seattle is the fucking beginning Mm -hmm. like this is going to influence i think presidential elections and municipal governments all across the country Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's where their battles for monopoly start is in the city level i mean disney has done it to their town like every big company has done it to their town they've taken over um i guess what i meant to say by that was more um like the median income for the city is now 93 thousand dollars per household and for a white family yeah so so what i mean is like people's I, I would expect a bigger outrage if this happened like five to six years ago. Mm. And now people are like, well, last year the limit for like Durkin had almost a million dollars, right? So maybe everyone's like, well. Is this the new norm then for Exactly, our that's local what I mean. Politics? It's like, well, we can't shake them off. Mm. and Which maybe is why it was almost a bigger thing nationally than it was locally. Exactly, that's what I mean, yeah. Maybe for our listeners, like it might be helpful for us to contextualize. What does that money turn into, right? Like, what does it actually mean for the campaigns? Um, Some examples would be hit pieces. So earlier in the election, we saw a lot of, like, mailers and literature going out that just had, like, blatantly racist um, messaging on them. It goes towards commercials. It goes towards radio. It goes towards, like, paid canvassers. Like, that money is what funds... um, Mm -hmm. You know, these campaigns being able to either get away with having no ground game whatsoever or just being able to have, like, the upper hand in terms of narrative within whatever race. And when you say ground game, like, traditional thought around successful campaigns are you need to hit the ground. You knock every door. Knock every door in your district or wherever you're running. You are talking to voters face-to-face. You know, you're you're literally... Yeah. Your your boots to the ground. You have volunteers. You're mobilizing. You're sign waving. All of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what you're saying is that because they have so much money in terms of paid advertisement. I mean, I saw um, city councils, local commercials being played at the CNN debate. Yep. You know what oh, I mean. And in most most of cases, money is going to media buys like mm-hmm. out of state which are so out of state expensive media company mm-hmm. yeah, yeah totally yeah. yep and and we we know that works mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways it works because i i think ground game in my opinion is probably still most important mm-hmm. but these media things i mean donald trump is the first uh presidential candidate to hire a digital media strategist to run his campaign mm-hmm. mm. you know like we all saw the great hack on Netflix. You know, we know the Cambridge Analytica mm-hmm. scary data point thing. Like media buys work, and that's, you know, 
thousands, millions of dollars towards. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're trying to get people to turn out for this election. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's really what they, especially like in the districts that they're most worried about, D3 and D4, like they're needing to mobilize voters who are persuadable voters or voters who don't typically vote to, uh, to get an incumbent like Shama out of her seat. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that takes a lot of marketing and a lot of ad buys. Mm -hmm. But I think like the thing that like gets me about this too is that like campaign finance is fucked all around like mm -hmm. it's fucked year round yeah. you know like like packs are like people can like jump into a pack and business can jump into a pack right before an election <laughs> and like flood you with campaign messages mm -hmm. and flood you with empty campaign promises and then disappear yes mm -hmm. and that's really like the issue with the electoral process in general. It doesn't really connect with people year round. There's not well, issue not education year round. Anyone at the end of the day, I hate using that word, but that's what it is. It's true. Right? If they spread in misinformation, nothing happens. Yeah. I mean, they're accountable just to the people who donate a shit ton of money to them. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Sure, but it looks like these people have deep pockets, right? Mm -hmm. And so. it's not clear that they expect. They can't. I'm trying to figure out what Amazon expects for their million dollars. Like, they're not going to get... No head tax. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. But, like, uh, just in terms of, like, oh. is it just mostly for Shama? Like, there's some races that, like, they just can't, like, they just can't win. So, like, but they're I still spending a lot of money. But that's not, like, it's not going to work I out. I feel like it's also it's like to quell like anyone right. like Shama from ever running again. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, we also, you know, let's, let's tie it into... The way the district is changing, like the people who are moving in. Exactly. In District 3. D district district three, 3 specifically, which Central is like district. CD, you know, which has like very racist histories of like redlining, where like that's the only place that people of color, specifically black folks, could buy homes. And now like, you know, the city's black population has dwindled. They're, mm -hmm. they're training a narrative yeah. in the city mm -hmm. and they're like training Seattleites to think a certain way more than like necessarily even the short-term outcome right of getting a candidate mm -hmm. involved it's like oh you know like we're like to aretha's point making sure seattleites think that like a progressive government is a pragmatic government a government mm -hmm. that can like that isn't divisive mm -hmm. and that that a um that a that a government in seattle that is uh for a head tax and challenges business is in some way a government that can't get anything done and is irresponsible exactly we, I was gonna say we've seen some of that rhetoric in the the racist tones that we've seen them paint Shama Sawan mm -hmm. and Sean Scott in, right? Mm -hmm. Like specifically using angry photos of Shama mm -hmm. or angry looking photos. Who, just like to point that out, like they are they're they are the darkest folks in the race. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like yeah, colorism. colorism right. Yep. Sean Scott, I've seen many posts that says, oh, he looks angry all the time. He doesn't smile. Those are all racist-ass tropes. He, like, exactly. he's, yeah. he sounds like he's trying to be smart. Like, what? Like very, like, inherently racist comments, mm -hmm. you know? But that type of propaganda being... I mean, Sean... It's like that's how all their NPR friends sound like, probably, and they don't say shit. Mm -hmm. Sean is just a fucking brilliant guy. Yeah. yeah. He's, just, yeah. <laughs> he's a smart dude. From, yeah. Smart-ass dude. But we've seen Shama's face being used in front of campaign ads against people who she's not even running against. Mm -hmm. What are some examples? Well, like, I, I saw um, 
Was it a Jim Pujo commercial? People, people for Seattle are running. I think they're running them in multiple districts with Shama is the very first thing you see. Yeah. And then it goes on to talk about. They're using her as a symbol of. Yeah. Divisive mm-hmm. city council. Mm-hmm. and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, with a lot, a lot of like fresh start, clean up Seattle language too, oh, and then you put the rhetoric. brown lady up in front. It's mm-hmm. yeah. not, oof, yikes. But like was discussed last week, that is Shama's role on the council. Mm-hmm. She pushes the entire council further to the left in a way that forces us to figure it out. You know, like yeah. it challenges business. It has the consequences unintended that it may have, but the city has to close the gap. Mm-hmm. Business has to close the gap. People fucking yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And we need that. We need that pressure on the council to the left. So Case has been using their money on media strategies. Anything else? I almost said something wildly inappropriate. Yeah, Please. they've been paying for canvassers. They've yep. paid for feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Shitty canvassers. Yeah. yeah. That's because you can't buy loyalty. I heard they were paying... At one point last week, four to five dollars per door. That makes oh, sense. Oh yeah, I remember that but math. Bonkers. Dude, last week there was a direct mail and a canvas piece mm-hmm. that showed up at houses the same day. They doubled down. Yeah, yeah. So who has known a candidate, a grassroots candidate that's run for office who's part of this podcast? Yes. Oh yeah, Indeed. yeah, sure. Word. Okay. Spec is raising his hand. Yeah. Day is raising his hand. hand. Myers raising Myra. his hand. Damn, everybody rose their damn hand. So is Christina. Yeah. Okay. So Blue I don't know asleep. what it was like for you guys when you when your friend or your person was running for office for the first time, but like a lot of the people that I have known haven't known what they're doing. They yeah. don't know what they're doing because they don't come from that world. They're yeah. activists, maybe. Maybe they are just like really wholesome people who care, who wanted people. to just leave the PTA and make a difference. I don't know. Like, yeah, they don't no, know what it takes to do a campaign, right? Yeah. And so they have to get all of this education around what a campaign looks like. They have to work with people from their community who jump on board and are like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to do your comms. Exactly. I'm going to run your finance. We're going to figure out your field. And all of these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. But you know who does? Neither do people in office. The fucking PACs. The PACs do because they exist. And- specifically for this purpose you have people who are on staff on these packs boards of these packs they exist long term they have relationships long term they Mm -hmm. know how to pull the data how to scrub the list how to set their targets how to build how to test and build their messaging platforms and they know and professionally run attack ads Mm-hmm. and ads that can successfully train narratives to what they want. They've been doing it for a long time. A grassroots candidate who is coming from an under historically under-resourced community does not have a fucking chance. So yeah. what does that mean for representation in our democracy? And that is a huge deal. Yeah. Right? When you talk about PACs, you're also talking... It's basically when it comes down to it, it's people who have been doing this yeah. for a long time who have access to resources that includes money, that includes people already in power, yes. that includes people who are been made double majored in poli sci and sold to their dad and sold to their great great granddad. Exactly. Right. The they Tim, they the come. Tim, the Tim Burgesses of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. 
which which matters it in name and term it, it gives people a competitive advantage uh, absolutely to know when to spend the majority of their money to even work backwards from like creating a direct mail piece like this is how long it takes for a mail house to print the, the piece. This is That's how long true. it'll take to drop in the mail. Like these are the compliance laws that we need to follow and we have to mm-hmm. put the bug on it. Like all of that What's people the bug? Ex- are learning like as they go, yeah. but the packs contain that knowledge yeah. because they create the formula and they just apply it to their cookie cutter candidate. Yep. And you know what? Like we also, you know, when I, 2017 was my first time getting into elections and I didn't even know that political consultants were a thing. Yeah. Right? Those people make so much fucking money. And like they are the like unspoken puppeteers of Mm -hmm. local politics, right? Like consulting firms run year round and they do all the things that you just mentioned, right? So in addition to PACs, these consulting firms also sway the narratives. They like groom candidates they reach out to candidates they like pick the people who will run and that shit is just as Mm -hmm. wild Mm -hmm. it's a fucking industry Mm -hmm. yeah well one of the most valuable things consulting firms have to offer to these candidates is a large donor list Mm -hmm. a large email list built database and we talk you joke around you know the great hack and like knowing people's like these consultants these firms already have that built network for the candidate that they want to work for, con- contract with, but also try to push into office. Yeah. Right? And these lists are like very, 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 very long. Mm-hmm. So these packs are controlling the money. Mm-hmm. So in this case, there's a pack called Case, right? Case is a name of a pack. The Civic Alliance for a Sound Economy. And that is where all the Amazon money is going towards. Mm-hmm. Amazon's million because Amazon can't directly give money to right. candidates. Right. They have to go through the PAC system. Mm-hmm. Actually, so and People for Seattle, the mm-hmm. Amazon money went to Case oh. and People for so Seattle. So those are the two packs. Mm-hmm. E- those are the two big packs mm-hmm. that were pro business chamber packs, and the reason why they decided to give to those packs as opposed to the candidates directly, even though I'm sure they did a combination, is because there are limits, like we discussed in our democracy voucher conversation, that limit the amount of money you can give directly to a candidate. So PACs can spend exponentially more, just in general, than a candidate can. Mm -hmm. But the PAC, the Political Action Committee, has to do run an independent campaign from the candidate actual campaign it can't be coordinated like they can't know what their strategies are what their lists are what their messages are they work separately yeah and it's called an independent expenditure when Mm -hmm. they do that but they basically run the same type of campaign that a candidate would run for themselves but it can't be officially affiliated with the candidate right like they are not allowed to communicate they're not allowed to share any information um, I'm really happy that we're talking about IEs because it is such a like niche thing that mm-hmm. most folks don't even know are existing. 
And so, you know, campaigns can lean on IEs to supplement where they can't spend the money. IEs yeah. are independent expenditures. Yes, IEs are independent expenditures. Not Internet Explorer. <laughs> and True. not International Examiner. <laughs> we love the IE, yeah, by the way. Shouts. So when you see a commercial... But not the other IE. <laughs> or the other IE. Right. Yeah. When you see a commercial and at the end it says, this was not paid for right. by right. such and such candidate. And, or this campaign ad was paid for by people for Jenny Durkin. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a very clear statement saying this is separate from the campaign because mm-hmm. that would be illegal. Mm-hmm. But we are basically running a, a parallel campaign through the person we want to be in office. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think also just for, like, the record for putting it out there, like, there are conservative packs and there are progressive packs and there are business packs and everything in between Mm -hmm. big pharma has a pack labor has a pack everybody has a pack nick hanauer has a pack i have a backpack native women have a pack yes Mm -hmm. and honestly like that doesn't mean that finance reform shouldn't be taken into consideration because it should just because we all now use it as a tool it's like we still we've adapted to figure out how to play this game since 2010 and citizens united passed which lifted the amount of money that anyone could contribute to a pack um any person or corporation which was a huge deal Mm -hmm. and also i think it changed what political ads could say Oh, I don't know. Where are we at on the limits with that, then? It's five... It's unlimited, I think. Yeah, because money is speech, so you can't limit it. It's unlimited, yeah. So is that what Lorena Gonzalez is trying to reform? Lorena is trying to reform it to put a limit on it to 5,000 and also to limit it so that corporations that have majority international investors can't That's give right. to... give at all to PACs, which would be Amazon, which mm-hmm. would be, which would mean that you have people, companies from outside of this country interfering yeah. in our local elections. There's also a difference between like Amazon's political wing donating and Amazon workers donating mm-hmm. oh, because yeah. that kept getting conflated in the news cycle where they'd be like, well, Elizabeth Warren also got Amazon money. Elizabeth Warren got worker money, which is very different than Jeff Bezos's chump change. Mm-hmm. Um, so just wanted to also yeah, throw that in. Let's not forget the average Amazon worker makes under $40,000. Exactly. It, along those lines, right, of like individuals making individual contributions to PACs and like making sure that this conversation doesn't just solely revolve around like case and like the the business pack but like to look at like the biggest the bigger structure around what funds our civic engagement and our democracy as a whole you have organizations like i'll use a great one for instance like planned parenthood which we all support and love right like planned parenthood has a c3 that's a service provider and as a C, as a as a nonprofit, as a five hundred one C three, it is not allowed to be partisan. Mm-hmm. But it has a five hundred one C four, which does its political advocacy to ensure that it can provide the health care for women that it wants, like yeah. abortion. And that is a partisan body. Five hundred one C fours can be partisan, meaning they can they can endorse specific candidates who also are pro choice. And then they also have a PAC, a political action committee, which can accept donations and money to fund 
those candidates that they endorse in those races. So that is the structure in the nonprofit industrial complex that supports our civic engagement year round. Mm -hmm. And there are like, you know, like the PACs will come out, the business PACs will come out, they'll come out in the, the like June to November mm -hmm. campaign period, and then they'll go silent, right? But like the organizations will be in community or in conversation with voters year round doing really important voter work and voter education work if they if they do do that right but something to like consider when you look at like pack spending too is if you're only engaging with people during that june to november time period you're engaging with voters who turn out mm -hmm. who are likely voters and likely voters are white and they're wealthy and you're not talking to people who are historically underrepresented, who are people living on low incomes and people of color. And you're not talking to them in language. <laughs> Translated in the languages that they need to be talked to in. Right. So structurally, like this campaign finance system that we exist within, that our democracy exists and functions on, is totally fucked. And it's not just PACs. And on the local level... When you say us, when they're only focus, when you all have to focus on is June to November, mm -hmm. and on an odd year, mm -hmm. which That's is right. when these local elections are happening mm -hmm. everywhere. And I mean, imagine someone asked me like, imagine the momentum Sean Scott or Shama Sawang would have if it was happening during a presidential year. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right, where Bernie's getting this momentum, the squad just endorsed him. Then Socialism. And they, they talked about this. Like, imagine if they talked about Amazon putting in money to these when we're also voting against Trump, right? right. 100%. Like, everyone would be paying attention. Everyone right. would be like, oh, it's related shit. Yeah. But now it's drop, just... Wealth tax, yeah. all of that. Right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you lose two years of momentum or a year of momentum. Mm -hmm. So now the presidential race will just have whatever the result of Seattle is as a talking point next year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And by then, something else would have happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in that, like, too, I feel like there's, I just want to go back and say, like, it's not just nonprofits that do the community building year round. <laughs> like, obviously, it's like activists and like activism yeah, and movement yeah. building. Yeah, but when we're talking about PACs, though, especially <laughs> yeah. when we're talking about like the access to this type of knowledge and knowing what to yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, those nonprofits who are well established, like Planned Parenthood, they also have political advisors hired on their staff. They're heavyweights. Yeah. They're yeah. heavyweights they for fucking sure. Very seasoned lobbyists oh, who yeah. know the political game. I mean, they're hiring a lot of times like former elected officials themselves. <laughs> I do want to acknowledge that there was a, I misspoke last episode. The so elections are November 5th. So did not I. Not November 6th. Okay. Oh, God. We're, oh, no. We're a fucking voter suppressor now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Especially Accidental. our base. Let's be real. We are the last minute voters. Yep. So oh you my let God. them know it's a day after. You know what? You got to vote by November 2nd. You know? Abs like we have, we have an absolute, not only duty, but like it's our fight, y'all. Like this is our fight to decide like Seattle is not for fucking sale. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out. Because we can still vote, right? Like yeah. Baz just came out. Make sure you get them. If you don't know how to vote... Get in touch with people who do know how to vote. There's there's a lot of people trying to do voter engagement um, because everything that we've talked about during this podcast can change. Like, we can still win the fight. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the thing. These candidates can win. They're not like True. wild card socialists. We're past the primaries. Yeah. I mean, Sean was an incumbent. Yeah. Right. Twice. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, and she won by usually a landslide, mm-hmm. right? So people just need to like talk about it more because yeah. mm-hmm. like just that just like with what the five of us are going to have reach of this conversation would cost a pack twenty thousand dollars mm-hmm. you know what i mean activist class pack bow, 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 bow. no but like just talking to your friends is very valuable when compared to like pack dollars right like direct mailers this is campaign. what they're paying for yeah exactly yeah, yeah that's true and we're doing it for free. Yeah, imagine. Speaking of which. We're <laughs> <Four> suckers. <laughs> Please help. We have shitty mics. <laughs>